This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. So there was a country music award, which I didn't talk about because it's not my thing. Y'all know I'm not in the jazz. <laughs> Y'all know I'm relatively very narrow and limited in my d- taste in music. We're going to get some gospel in there and we definitely going to do some nineties and two thousands R and B and hip hop. And that's basically, I, I love, I love, you know, slow music. Um, but that's about it. I'm, I'm into that dirty backpack. You know, the, the Erica, the Jills, the Indiarees, the, you know, music soul child. I love that, that genre. But that's it. So, and this is my taste. I, I'm okay with it and I don't feel any need or desire. I can appreciate other music. I know that other music is good, but it's all music, right? I don't even get caught up in the category. So I, you may find in my playlist a Bette Midler tune. You're going to find some Atlanta Morrison. Morrison. You're going to find a whole bunch of some Kenny G's going to be in my playlist. You're going to be like, what is this? And I know, I know I got all the Kenny G in there as well. You know, if I'm driving, I'm going to like that. That said, um, the country music awards, had quite a few um people of color <laughs> when i pe- say people black people were there black people were there but they're black people um i just played some mickey guyton she was nominated for four country music award uh not excuse me grammys did little nas x not win a grammy or something in the country section yes that that old town road was a country music song had billy ray cyrus and some yodeling kid and a whole bunch of other people on the remix but yeah that was a country music song which kind of to me exposed country music for the lie that it is if little nas x is country right because it's really y'all just y'all thieves is what you are but i'm gonna get into that in a second i'm gonna get to the thievery and the, the miseducation and the misinformation with this dude, Holly. But I'm going to play, and this is trigger alert. This guy is offensive on purpose. Listener so, discretion is yes. advised. He's going to make you mad, but don't worry. I'm going to gather him up. I'm going to gather him up with some facts. So go ahead, play the clip. This uh, award show was really kind of a train wreck. There was uh, a chick who was uh, co-hosting it, and they said that she tested positive for the Rona. So let's uh, take a, a look. Last night... I know all of you were looking I don't know who this black guy is who's hosting it. It's supposed to be country music. Pause, no pause, pause, pause. I mean, pause. y'all have hip-hop. So pause, pause, pause. The black guy who's hosting it is Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie, a uh, great actor, the banker. Uh, he's in the Marvel Universe. He's probably going to be in the next Black Panther. Um, he's hosting one of the hosts because he loves country music. And I'm going to get to why... He can love country music, Anthony Mackie, in a minute. You know, Captain America, he's going to be the new Captain America in the Marvel Universe. So he says, I don't know who this black guy is hosting it. Go ahead, play it. Last night. I know all of you were looking I don't know who this black guy is who's hosting it. It's supposed to be country music. No offense. I mean, y'all have hip-hop and basketball. You know what I mean? It's like, just fly with your flock, bro. I'm not against you, but you're up here being like, the melanated people invented country music. At the CMT. We was making country music in Wakanda before Johnny Cash and Merle Haggard stole the black man's country music. It's like, all right, bro. It's so angry. There were so many black people there, sorry to say, but like so many black celebrities who have nothing to do with country music. And it's like, why? No disrespect to... uh, (laughs) 
to the the funky brothers of, of, of music. I love Earth, Wind, and Fire, Run DMC, etc. But I mean, like country music's different. Country music's different. It's not Wakanda. Mm. Oh, but it is. You ignorant toad. You troll. You troll from not even under the bridge. You couldn't even fit under the bridge because you're so small. You're so small that you are swimming uh, with the amoeba and uh, the muck under the bridge because you're too tiny to reach the bridge. You tiny, 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 ignorant Patrick Howley. You are the, one of the dumbest people with a microphone anywhere. You're dumb. You're dumb. Monica was there, by the way. Y'all have your hip-hop and basketball. Actually, y'all have our hip-hop. 70% of that music is purchased by y'all, not us. Y'all, not us. And that basketball that y'all are so obsessed with because you can't play it, <laughs> that you will burn people's jerseys when they you're so invested in something that you can't physically do yourself, that you will paint your face and go out in in the streets and burn a jersey because somebody makes a business decision for their for their family and for their lives to go to another team. It's all business, by the way. But you are so invested in this, emotionally invested. You're so in love with these athletes that you want to tan your testicles. That's how invested you are because your testicles are not. I just started watching Minx on um, <laughs> HBO Max and the outrage. Anyway, I'll get to that on Friday. But uh, y'all have your hip-hop and your basketball. But country music, that's ours. That's basically what it is. It's white people's stuff. But it's not. Can you have country music without a guitar and a banjo? I'm going to ask this question. Family, uh, class, is there? can you produce this music without a banjo or a guitar? Anyone? Oh, you, you over there in the corner. You? No, exactly. Thank you. You cannot. And where did the banjo come from? Even Thomas Jefferson, framer of the Constitution, father of the country, one of them, and the father of many enslaved people because he was a rapist as well. Because we got to tell the full story, rapist and an owner of people. He mentioned the banjo in a footnote in his notes on the state of Virginia, published in 1785. Here's what he wrote. The instrument proper to them He's referring to these captives, these Africans that were captured is state of Virginia. Uh, excuse me. Uh, the instrument proper to them is the banjar, which they brought hither from Africa. The banjo is from Africa. It is uh, from Senegal, from Gambia. It was played the exact same downstroke technique that is played now, the banjo, which Guitar also, uh, which is another, some would say it, it could go back to the Middle East, Africa, or some place in China. Um, I'm not going to get into that, but it's not germane to to Europe. It's not a, That's not a European instrument, period, period. The African captors were the only ones who played the banjo in the 1840, up to the 1840s. Now, here's where the appropriation comes. Um, Joel Sweeney, a white Blackface minstrel performer is documented as being the first white banjo player in this country. He's responsible for popularizing the banjo, but he learned how to play it from drum roll enslaved people on a plantation in Virginia. And then he standardized, he took that, turned it into sheet music. He made a construction around it. He created a lesson book to teach people how to play the banjo 
because whoever gets to write it down gets to rule the Bible, being an example of stolen African lore. I said it. Y'all can at me. Amen. Ra. Stolen African lore that somebody put into a book and then therefore Gutenberg High got to control the narrative. So now I get to be the one to say I created this. You did not. You did not. This dude sold a book teaching people how to play the banjo. I'm going to play a clip from a brother named Uncle John Scrubs who was born into slavery. It's a clip of him playing his banjo in 1928. This is how old this is in Virginia on what looks to be uh, on a plantation um, because he's playing it and his wife comes out and the kids come out and they, they start dancing like you see in Birth of a Nation, which is you know why we get trolled for finding any bit of joy in the midst of the terror that is enacted upon us. Uh, that turns into... Uh, you know, a, a place to troll us and create tropes that make us feel embarrassed about the things that we do from eating watermelon and chicken to dancing and singing, which is the only way many of us could find a piece of solace in the midst of that. And that's in our DNA. So I'm not even going there, but let's play uncle John Scruggs Smith. Let's play. Oh, John Scruggs. Now, is this country music? Somebody? Anybody? Uh, you over there. You. Yeah, yes. It's country music? Yes, it is country music. John Scruggs, uh, again, Virginia being the epicenter, your own Thomas Jefferson gave you the key in his notes on the state of Virginia. The banjo comes straight from Africa. But here's even more. So you got that uh, wife minstrel uh blackface guy joel sweeney putting it in a book and selling it but now i'm gonna give you even more t tot Payne, a guitarist and street performer from louisiana was the only teacher only teacher and mentor to hank williams are you ready for some football yeah country legend country legend learned how to play from a black man taught him everything teaching him passing chords and how to write music hank williams learned from a black man. Musician Leslie Riddle befriended the Carter family. We're talking about June, Carter, all of those uh, country western legends. And they transcribed Negro spirituals <laughs> and gave him guitar lessons, thus establishing the bedrock of country music. All of that comes from what we did in the fields with that banjo and the guitar and our off time. They came up. Fiddler and guitarist Arnold Schultz, the son of a former slave, enslaved person from a family of musicians and performers. And again, I remember Roots. Fiddler was a big character. So you got the banjo and the fiddle and all of these things that they made up with the washboards and all. Who did that? Who did that? We did. We did that. We did that. So he played a pivotal role. We're talking about Arnold Schultz, former enslaved person. 
in the life of Bill Monroe, who's called the father of bluegrass. How are you the father of something when you would get when somebody gave birth to you? How how are you the father and the son? Next, you're going to say you're also the Holy Spirit. You ain't going to be all three of them. You're not going to be all three of them. Not on my watch. You are a thief is what you are. You're a thief who doesn't give credit. You're a thief that doesn't give credit, much like the person that wrote the Bible. I said it. 866-801-8255. That cobbled together book of stories and folklore and myth and some truth borrowed from the Africans. One God, all of that, Amon Ra, virgin birth, all of that country music stolen and then put into a book and then erased the the origin so that nobody sees where it came from. And then you claim like you did with this whole ass country. We discovered something. We discovered something. Well, if you discovered it, why haven't you evolved it? It's yours. Why isn't it good? Why isn't it better? So also, uh, the same fiddler and guitarist gave his first gig and introduced uh, this Kentucky thumb style guitar technique that would then make musician Chet Atkins famous. And Bill Monroe, Bill Monroe, the father, quote unquote, of bluegrass, said that Arnold Schultz was his best friend and always spoke fondly of him. And let's not bring up Elvis. Should we talk about Elvis? Should we talk about Elvis, y'all? Should we? Yes. There's no Elvis without Big Mama Thornton. All that, all that movement and everything, him sneaking down to the black juke joint, watching black people do black people things and then doing it not as good. Him and Pat Boone, not as good, not even close. But there we go. But he's white. So that's all that matters. And we're going to put, going to make him a superstar. Just to put some, uh, since we've been talking finance for most of the day, I just want to get some numbers. Let's, Let's get some perspective here on the power of country music. I think I had called up a story that I can't find now. I'm going to have to do it later. But yeah, it's like multiple billions dollars more made by country western stars than uh, any other genre of music. (laughs) Which is why they didn't want Lil Nas X to get any of that. Uh Uh-uh, he's not country. He going to come in here and show us Show the world uh, who we really are. Bunch of thieves. All right, let's go to the phones. 866-801-8255. Uh, let's go to Khadija in Texas. Welcome. Hi. Hey, Karen, Karen, Karen. I got to catch up with you. You said so much. It's such a great show today. Thank First, you. I want to thank you for your early biz, uh, guests, uh, Lou Hunt and uh, Terry Williams. Just want to say Terry called me about seven years when I first opened my account and talked to me about 10 minutes. I enjoyed her. Wow. But wow. I also want to tell you that my family roots is from Mississippi. My mother's seen background for her uncle, who was Rufus Thomas, who was 
well known for blues and country. And so, yes, I, I like country music, but I just want to share that. Yeah, they know where it came from. They just never give us credit for anything. Do they, though? I mean, as generations pass, maybe maybe June Carter and Johnny Cash and them and uh, Hank Williams, maybe they know where it came from. But why don't they why don't they say more? Why? Why do they keep it? Why do they keep it a secret? Because <laughs> we better than them. I don't even want to do that. I'm like, just give the credit, though. Like, just give the credit, and and let me just say that. And thank you, thank you for your call. Appreciate the the your platitudes. I appreciate uh, you giving love to Terry Williams from When United as well. Um, this is not about being better, even though that is a, an absolute fact, <laughs> according to my opinion. Um, but it's really about it's okay. Like, there's nothing that I have done that is original in terms of anything that I've pr- produced I'm inspired by I'm inspired by Carter G Woodson and and his you know need to build a repository of our knowledge I'm inspired by him and that is how narrative didn't come out of thin air everything that you do not, they, there's a scripture there's nothing new under the sun so it is almost a spiritual edict to give the credit to the to the thing that inspired you to be great and I'm not going to take away the greatness of Hank Williams or Dolly Parton or anybody. But you damn well better let the world know you didn't just wake up great. You're not doing any of these great things that you're doing unless somebody taught you or you learned from them or you, you know, which is the same thing. Or you were inspired. You heard something that that sparked something in you to do the things that you're doing. It didn't just come out of thin air. And the notion that, you know, American exceptionalism, you know, these people, they came on the Pinta, the, the, the whatever, the Santa Maria, and they came uh, fleeing um, religious persecution, and they came upon this land, and then in a short period of time became the greatest people of all time. And you don't tell the rest of the story. There's something insidious and evil about that. And then you repeat the lie and the myth to your children and your children's children. And they wake up in a world wondering why they can't really compete in their hearts. They know that the deck is stacked for them. They know that other people are not they in their spirit. They know they're not competing. So that's why they're going to give us hip hop and basketball. But why don't you give us medicine as well? (laughs) How about science and technology? We don't get that. We, don't, we we get hip hop, but not country. You you can't. Oh, because if you have to tell the truth, which is everything in this country, every single piece of grain of rice you put in your mouth comes from Africa. You wouldn't be eating rice here without those Africans that brought that over here specifically to grow rice. The economy that you d- enjoy. The set asides and all of that, that middle class that was built, built on the blacks, backs of those black people that did not get to participate in that new deal. But the GI, all of these things, there's no country. Howard French tells us that there's no country without black labor. So you're going to give us that, that, that hold of a ship chained up, beaten and whipped because that furthers the, the narrative of that less than human. 
that less than human narrative, which is why you're going to give us Phyllis Wheatley, who's going to tell us that we come from a dark continent. So you're happy with that. But if you have to tell the truth about every invention, about the vaccination that you use came from an enslaved person who knew how to do that, inoculate, who knew how to do that from his country that you took him from, and every single other thing, including your country music, that doesn't exist without that banjo and that guitar. And let's not even talk about the drum. We don't talk about the drum. So what do you have? Tony Morrison would ask. What do you have? Without- 